0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode 58 uh, We have a whole mess of signings to talk about uh, Well, not a lot like uh, the past couple episodes But uh, definitely uh, a decent amount And some decent, you know, names to talk about So um, without further ado, let's dive in First off, uh, not any, uh, <laughs> we're not messing around here, folks uh, First off, I got some news for you First off um, Doc Emmerich, uh, long time, uh, NHL announcer for, uh, most notably, uh, recently with, uh, NBC, um, previously, uh, Versus, before, uh, Versus got bought by, uh, NBC. Uh, and then before that, he was a part of, um. The New Jersey Devils organization. And uh he's uh decided to hang up the mic after forty-seven years of calling pro hockey. That's a long time. Goodness gracious. So uh, he is also some stats for him. Uh along with the forty-seven seasons that he's called uh pro hockey, he's also called forty-five game sevens, twenty-two Stanley Cup finals, four NHL all-star games as well as six Olympic games um and once again being play-by-play announcer for New Jersey Devils for 21 seasons uh as well as being with uh ESPN and ABC as well as Fox and CBS as well along with versus and uh NBC so uh he's a very well uh traveled uh guy in in the hockey space and uh even though his You know Sometimes His calls You know Not really everyone's You know a cup of tea But you know what You can't deny The uh The hold That he's ha- had On the uh Hockey space And what he's contributed to it And uh Wish old Doc Emmerich A uh, A wonderful retirement To say the least So uh Congrats Doc You uh, Definitely deserve it Um and then on another note, um, a couple years ago, the New Jersey uh, not New Jersey, uh, New York—the New York Rangers uh, set out a note for their fans, basically saying, "Hey, we're rebuilding, so uh, don't get mad about uh, us being uh, garbage because uh, we're rebuilding." So, um, Chicago Blackhawks decided, "Hey, we're gonna do that exact same thing." I'm not gonna read you the whole friggin one two three four like four paragraph little note that they had basically the whole synopsis is that hey we're rebuilding and um we're hopeful that you know we're gonna turn it around and we got some young stars in you know so on and so forth but uh Blackhawks putting out that note and uh it's been noted that the uh core guys like Taves and um Kane are not too pleased with that news but I mean, what can you do? But at the same time, it's also Taze and Kane that are kind of also bottlenecking the team as well as Brent Seabrook and um, Duncan Keith for uh, gobbing up some uh, key cap space. So I don't foresee them really going anywhere unless uh, two or three of those guys are gone. Um, But... We'll have to wait and see how that turns out for them. But, yeah, they have their uh, little note to their fans saying that, hey, we're uh, we done skis. And we're rebuilding and so on and so forth. Uh, the NHL also with the free agency, um, even though the bulkhead of free agency is basically done with and over with, um, NHL announced their Super 16 top teams through start a free agency. Um, they have from 16 the first at the Blue Jackets, the Flames, the Oilers, the Maple Leafs which we'll get to the Maple Leafs in a second. Uh, Canucks, Hurricanes, Penguins, Islanders, Flyers, Bruins, and Capitals uh, all taking up uh, the, from the 6th spot to 16. And in the top five, going from five to one, would be the uh, Blues, the Stars, the Golden Knights, the Avalanche, and the Lightning. Now, with that, Lightning haven't really signed anyone notable uh, to really. I don't see why they, you know, be number one. Avalanche haven't really signed anyone really notable. Uh, Golden Knights signed Alex Petrangelo. So I mean, I can, I guess, I can see that as well as uh, re-signing Robin Leonard to his extension as well. Uh, Dallas Stars haven't really signed anyone really, so once again, I don't really see why they're so damn high. Uh, the St. Louis Blues signing uh, Torrey Krug. Um, I mean, it's a big impact for sure, but um, top five. it's kind of a kind of a bold push. I mean top 10 maybe but top five uh, it's kind of a interesting um capitals haven't really signed anyone notable bruins haven't signed anyone notable flyers haven't signed anyone notable islanders haven't signed anyone notable penguins haven't signed anyone notable hurricanes hasn't done shit i don't know how they're on super 16 uh canucks saying holtby um as well as a whole bunch of other guys. Maple Leafs. We'll get to the Maple Leafs. Uh, Oilers. Um, signing uh, Tyson Berry. As well as um, other notable guys. Flames. Uh, making some big moves. And the Blue Jackets not really signing anyone notable. So once again, I mean, I don't know if it's just like, oh, they're keeping their teams together with the cap. I don't know. But um just an interesting crop of uh guys for super 16 but um but then again a lot of people that say oh this team's doing great because they did stuff during the free agency and then they end up you know messing with the um messing with the chemistry of teams so they don't really do too well while as for the um teams that don't do really anything tend to do well because they still have that chemistry and then they have a chip on their shoulder being like, oh, well, people didn't expect us to do a lot of things because we didn't have any moves during our free agency. So we need to go and um, show them that, you know, we made the right decision by keeping the guys we have, but um, we'll see about that. And with the whole movement of people and all that, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins have uh, relieved assistant general manager Jason Carmanos of his duties. Uh, He's been with the organization for the past six years. And um, during this time, uh, their uh, director of hockey research, Sam Ventura, will be uh, the interim uh, assistant GM. Um, And Yeah, that's uh, great. As well as um, after, also to add to the uh, quick retirement corner, uh, Trevor Daly, um, if I haven't already mentioned that already, he is uh, retired uh, from the NHL, hanging up the skates, and he's joining the Penguins as a hockey operations advisor, so he'll be based out of Pittsburgh. And we'll be reporting to Jim Rutherford, uh, general manager, and I'll be assisting in the evaluations for players at the NHL and AHL levels, as well as acting as a quote-unquote eye in the sky uh, for coaching staff uh, during games to kind of like gauge how uh, teams are, oh, not teams, how uh, players are progressing, and so on and so forth. So uh, it's a good signing for the uh, Penguins. Uh, To have up in their uh, Front office there so uh Good to see Trevor Daly staying in hockey And um now we got some Signings for you uh we will deal With the um Maple Leafs last So um just letting you guys know. So we're going to go ass-backwards here. Uh, New Jersey Devils have signed defenseman Dmitry Kulikov to a one-year $1.15 million deal, uh, former of the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, Devils bolstering some uh, their depth there. Uh, Dallas Stars re-signing forward uh Dennis Garyanov to a two-year extension 5.1 mil with an AAV of 2.55 really good deal I really like Garyanov's game and hopefully he can continue and also side note they uh, I don't know if anyone's seen but they uh, released their um we're well, not released yet for sale but at least of time of recording but they unveiled their um blackout jerseys and I gotta say I mean I know it's kind of polarizing because it's legitimately is a back uh a black background With a bright-ass neon green uh, rigging, piping, and logo. But by God, come hell or high water, (laughs) you uh, best believe I'll be uh, getting that, to uh, say the least, when I can. But uh, yeah, I'm a fan, for sure, and I'm a fan of the signing. So uh, there you go. Uh, Vancouver Canucks re signing forward Adam Gaudet to a one year nine hundred and fifty k deal. Pretty solid. Uh, Calgary Flames have signed forward uh, Joaquim Nordstrom to a one year seven hundred k contract. Former of the Boston Bruins. Uh, Arizona Coyotes have re-signed forward Christian Fisher to a two-year two-million dollar deal with an AAV of one mil solid signing uh, back on the Flames train because it didn't organize these, apologize uh, re-signed goaltender Tyler Parsons to a one-year two-way deal for, worth 735k at the NHL level so he's a he's a very promising prospect in the uh, Calgary Flames' uh, system and uh, he looks to uh, potentially maybe uh, I don't think he'll get some backup goalie time this year but um if their goalie tandem uh kind of falls apart, at least with injuries this year, I'd uh, imagine that uh Parsons maybe get like a period or two in a game or two, but uh, I wouldn't expect to see him uh, in an NHL in an NHL game uh this year for sure. Uh, Boston Bruins have re signed defenseman Matt Grizzlick to a four-year extension, fourteen point seven five million with an AAV of three point six eight seven. Million dollars. That's a pretty solid deal for Grizzly. He's a very solid defenseman. Uh, I mean, I know I will give Boston Bruins a lot of shit, but I mean, I can't deny freaking greatness when I see it. And uh, Grizzly's got the stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, is he not? Is he an elite defenseman? No, but he's a damn solid, good one. So, uh, so uh, good signing for the Bruins. Uh, Cody CC is uh, signed with the Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins, for a one-year deal worth one point two five mil. Uh, and he'll be wearing number four for the Penguins. Uh, for those that wanted to know what Cody CC was going to wear for a number, so uh, there you go. He's wearing number four. And we have Philadelphia Flyers re-signing forward Nolan Patrick to a one-year deal, eight hundred seventy-four thousand dollars, one hundred twenty-five as well. Eight? No, yeah, eight hundred seventy-four thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars. Because they gotta have weird numbers and not anything round. All right. Uh, but good signing there. Uh, some depth. Uh, Edmonton Oilers re-signing defenseman Chris Russell to a one-year $1.25 million deal. Um, and he has one year left on his current deal worth $4 million and can be now, which he'll, it looks like they're uh, with that deal, potentially looking to make him some bait for the, uh, <laughs> pun intended, for the Kraken. Bait for the Kraken because, you know, but um, but yeah, they, it looks it looks like a deal for uh, them to basically bait the Kraken into taking uh, Russell off their hands uh, when the expansion draft happens next off season, and look for a lot of those kind of deals to happen as well uh, if they haven't been made already. Um, which once you get closer to the expansion draft, we'll have our uh, there'll be a whole bunch of mock drafts, and we might. I might uh, look into uh, maybe putting a mock draft together as well to see uh, who I would project uh, the um, crack in the take um, for the uh, expansion draft. And back on the Boston Bruins train, uh, they've re-signed Ford, uh, Carson Kuhlman to a two-year deal, $1.45 million contract with an AAV of 725 k so depth signing there. And uh, the first year of that deal is a two-way deal, so he can go uh, in between Providence and Boston without having to take waivers. And uh, the second year is a one-way deal, so he will have to be put on waivers if they get sent down to the Providence Bruins um, in second year. Um, but now, the moment we've all been waiting for, folks, It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, let's talk some deep shit on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, I mean this with utmost respect. Um, even though it might come off as uh, definitely not respectful at all, because listen, I'll disclaimer. All right, I love. I do like the maple Leafs. i do i honestly do i even have a maple Leafs jersey at home didn't bring it with me because that big white maple leaf would get dirty out here absolutely dirty so it's in storage with my arizona coyotes kachina jersey um which i also brought, wish i brought out here but that's not the point all right the point is i, I do like the maple leaves so i say what i'm about to say with uh, the fat in a tone that might sound, you know, a little disrespectful. But, you know, I want this team to succeed. And they have a history right now not succeeding at anything, really. I uh, haven't gotten out of the first round since 2004. And they have uh, for $40 million tied up in the four forwards. I'm never going to let that down. Until the it, until the cap Is a hundred million dollars I will not let that down Just saying But uh, yeah First off The Maple Leafs have signed uh, Travis Dermott To one year $874,125 contract um, Which In their scenario I can understand Why they have such a silly number Because they're you know At the cap So you know I got to Make those numbers uh, fit So uh, Dermot's back As well as um, Ilya Mikheyev Is back two years $3.25 million uh, With an AAV of $1.645 million And uh, so that's good to see Um, As well as uh, Joe Thornton Yeah we're just going to jump right here They've signed Joe Thornton To a one year deal 700 k so yeah not a lot of money, that's league minimum and uh, also note that uh, he will not be wearing number 19 his famous number 19 uh, as Jason Spezza will be wearing number 19 uh, and he offered it up to Thornton, but he, uh, he declined um, so he'll be wearing number 97 uh, for the Maple Leafs uh, Wayne Simmons, for those that wanted to know, he's wearing number twenty-four. Uh, T.J. Brody is wearing seventy-eight, for those that wanted to know, and then Zach Pekosian wearing number twenty-two, for those that cared about that. Um, but yeah, um, Toronto. Let's you know. What, let's go to cap friendly real quick, and uh, let's look at a uh, ye old. Maple Leafs and see what they have projected for them because that's this uh, team is going to be quite interesting. Because a lot, because first off, Joe Thornton's like, Oh, I want to stand the Cups, So I want to come here. Well, I'm just saying the statistics show that they're not going to make it, just surely on the fact that they currently do not uh, have, oh, they have. Not one, not two, but three players getting paid $10 million or more. And there hasn't been a single team to have a player that uh, had a, a cap hit of $10 million or more win the Stanley Cup. So just putting that out there. Um, so your forward group for the Toronto Maple Leafs. We have Austin Matthews at $11.6 million. John Tavares at 11 million. Mitch Marner at 10.8. William Nylander at 6.9. Alex Kerfoot at 3.5. Zach Hyman at 2.2. Ilya Mikheyev at 1.6. Wayne Simmons at 1.5 mil. Jimmy Vesey at 900 grand. Uh, Nick Robertson, 821 grand. Jason Spezza at league, min, uh, league mid. Uh, Joe Thornton at league mid. And Travis Boyd at league mid so that's your forward group and in defense uh, Jake Muzzin 5.6 Morgan Riley 5 mil TJ Brody 5 mil Justin Hole 2 mil Zach Bogosian 1 mil Miko Littinen 925k Rasmus Sandin 894k and Travis Dermott 874k so I mean they have gotten a little bit stronger in defense for sure but I don't think it's enough um but um We'll have to wait and see how that goes out for him. But, um, I mean, because once again, had, you know, and, and the interesting thing is a lot of their guys like Ilya Mikheyev and, uh, even guys like TJ Brody and, um, and Dermott they got him at basically an ELC deal. Um, it's interesting how they can get them at reasonable contracts, but God forbid you can't get Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch, Mitch Marner, or William Nylander at reasonable deals. Because I will go as far as to say all four of those guys are getting overpaid. Also because, you know, yeah, we live in a situation where we're paying guys, they're paying guys for potential and not for what they can, what they've actually done. I'd be I would back 100% if they won a Stanley Cup or two like a John a, uh, Jonathan Taves or a Patrick Kane who are getting their 10 plus million dollar deals because guess what they went they freaking won cups. They got paid because they got results. Matthews, Tavares, Marner, and Nylander don't deserve that money because they haven't done anything. And now their top guys. Freaking the only one that's really reasonable Out of a homegrown talent Is freaking Morgan Riley At 5 million Reasonable deal As well as Frederick Anderson Basically the backbone of this franchise Freaking And also with the defense that it looks You know that they have had Getting absolutely murdered out there I don't know how he's still put together But hey You know He does a good job You know, yeah, is he, you know, elite, elite, elite? No, but he's, for the position that he's in, absolutely hell of a, hell of a game. Hell of a game that he has, for sure. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, Toronto's going to be under a microscope this year, for sure. Surely they have to be under a microscope. Because um, I mean yeah I mean I know The whole COVID thing You know A lot of people A lot of people Can use that You know Excuse But At some point you Gotta take responsibility And um, There's no You know um, Dancing your way Around this It's Not a good deal To have For sure And um, That's that Basically But Oh, yeah, it's Toronto Maple Leafs for you uh, I hope they do better And at least, at least Get out of the first round Please Okay Please I, I will legitimately Say right now Out of all of the Eastern Conference teams Forget the fact, yes I love the Pittsburgh Penguins And I am a Pittsburgh Penguins fan Number one on the Eastern side of things But I'm going to say right now Toronto is who I'm going to back to do something good this year because first off Pittsburgh Penguins are at the point to where they're trying to you know put charge together and hope that it works they need a soft rebuild and they haven't been doing that but hey if the Pittsburgh Penguins you know if they go and then they go and run for another Stanley Cup and then Toronto falls on its face in the playoffs and whatever, yeah, bet your ass. I'll still be on that Penguins train, for sure. Still on the Penguins train. And I'll still be supporting them throughout the season as well, as, long as, as well as my other teams that I follow as well and cheer for. But Toronto is who, for the Eastern Conference, I really, really, really want to see some improvement. I want to see them do something this year. I don't want to see them fall on their face. I don't want to see them get in the f- another first-round exit. They, their, their fans, as, you know, rabid as they are, they really don't deserve it. <laughs> they really don't deserve it. They, um, yeah, they need to be better. And I hope they can become better, uh, to say the least. But, uh, but yeah, that's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, that's the episode. So um, before I go, uh, some quick notes on the channel um, and the podcast. First off, um, the YouTube channel will be getting some work done to it as well as uh, a lot of the, uh, the, YouTube, uh, the YouTube page getting some work done to it. The Facebook page that's been offline, for those that uh, have noticed, it's been offline for about a couple months now. Uh, it'll be coming online soon. Um, we're reworking some things As for the podcast side of things This is actually going to be the last episode For a, a little bit um, I'm going to take a little bit of a, a break From this um, We'll Get you know Right back into things um, In about Sometime in December Probably the uh, back half of December um, Because they're expect. I mean, a lot of people are expecting the NHL to start their season January 1st, anywhere between January 1st to February 1st. So if I don't get it, oh well, for sure, you know, the podcast will be back before the end of the year for sure. Um, promise you that. Yeah, at this point, I mean, it'd be like pulling teeth trying to put episodes together. So we're just going to take a little bit of a break. But that should be it. And uh, catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.